I lost 17 kegs in four in six weeks. I was over there. Took me almost four weeks to put it back on. It was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have the homecoming. Yeah. Four weeks. Because I, I was sitting on the plane in South Africa thinking, no crap food, no grog. You just think, how good do I feel? I'm going to get home. This is going to be me. I'm going to change my the life. Near you. Yeah. So I got picked up at the airport. Wife there, the three kids, hello, jump in the car. On the way home, what's for dinner? She said, oh, I've ordered pizza and I've got a box of Coronas <laughs> in the fridge. I thought, you fucking ripper, I'm home. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Humans. I'm Luke McCredden. In this episode, I'm joined by Merv Hughes, cricketing legend, famous for his bowling, but also his mo, uh, and reality TV star. But we talk about all sorts of stuff from cricket itself, and a good chunk of this discussion is about fishing and Merv's show, Merv Hughes Fishing. We talk about the pressures of sport in general, in particular cricket, and some of the stigma attached to being an athlete and copping a bit of flack. But all in all, it was very fun, had lots and lots of laughs, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So this is episode 16 with Merv Hughes. Merv, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting to that age now where not too many people ask to talk to me. <laughs> I, I'm, I find that hard to believe. You've got a billion stories, no doubt. Um, yeah, probably got a billion stories, but being told over the last billion years, so everyone's heard <laughs> yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> You're still doing all the sports nights and stuff like that? Um, yeah, so that's that's um, a big part of my life. Yeah. Uh, so, so sports, corporate talks, um, charities, yep. um, basically whatever comes up. Yeah. Uh, still do the the tours overseas through Australian sports Are you still doing that? Yeah, oh, so awesome. we're, we're floating a tour to, to Bangladesh for the two tests later in the year and then off to England. Yep. Um, so normally we don't do one days or 2020s, we don't do the limited overs tours, but with the World Cup coming up in the 2020 next year, yeah. we just think that people may be interested in mm. the 2020 side of things and yeah. there's three 2020s in, in England. So yep. uh, we'll float a tour. And if we get enough people, we'll go. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in cricket, jump on board. Absolutely. Have you a bit of fun. Yeah. You yeah. Enjoy, you oh. <laughs> Mate, listen, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you like watching cricket, yeah. drinking piss, yeah. and talking shit, yeah. great tools. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I might come. Yeah, if you, if you, if you just <laughs> like watching cricket... Probably not the two. <laughs> no, no, we have we have a good time, and yeah. obviously there's a common goal. Yeah. Um, so everyone loves the cricket, yeah. and then you have the different levels of, of the drinking. Yeah, uh, but there's a fairly <laughs> consistent level of bullshit. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, that's fun. That's what yeah. it's no, about. It's good, it's good fun. And what what size are the groups? Like, you, are they big groups? Um, yeah, it depends where we go. So yeah. England last year, um, Alan Border. Oh, sorry, Alan Border. Jeff Marsh. Uh, Terry Alderman, myself, had about 190 people there. Oh, shit. Yeah, so yep. we had uh, revolved around a test match. Yep. So Birmingham Lords test yep. match. And then we had, um, where did we play after that? Birmingham Lords. And <laughs> after that was a blur. <laughs> oh, Leeds. So the game at Leeds yeah, where yeah. Stokes got the runs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so okay. they're nine down, needing 70. Yeah. And we're just cracking the champagne. <laughs> we're home and hosed. Yeah, no, good on you, Stokesy. Go back, go back to New Zealand, I reckon. <laughs> So you go to England as a uh, as a rival army? Um, no, nah, not <laughs> really. How does the Barmy so, army get on? So the Barmy, bar, like ours, our group's probably a little bit older. 
a little yeah, bit right, refined. Okay. So we, we cater for the guys that, that want everything done. They want really good accommodation. Yeah, yeah okay. So there's uh, the fanatics that go over, that get yep. the, the bargain, and they're virtually in the same company. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yep. mate, if you ring up as a young bloke and say, well, I'll, I'll check out these fanatics, mm. you'll ring up, and then you hang up and you say, well, I'll just get a price of AST because that's a little bit more upmarket. You're probably talking to the same person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, does that, I mean, you, t- drinking's a big part of that, but oh. drink, drinking was probably a fair chunk of your playing days as well. Am I, is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> different... It's not so much a different culture. It's a different culture now that virtually it's got to be hidden. Yeah. So you don't you don't hear of the the times that the Australian cricket team have a massive got party. loose. Yeah. Like we after after every test match, if you won it, yeah. If you if you didn't drink, you're, it was frowned upon. Yeah. You know, what's, what's wrong with you? What's <laughs> what's happening? But mate, you, the the old motto was play hard um, and. Play to win, and yep. when we win, we party hard. Yeah. But then we, we get focused for the, the next game. It wasn't as though, because you can't play a top-line sport. I think the image of the 80s, 70s, 80s, and into the, the 90s is of a, a beer-drinking culture. Yeah. But it, if you're drinking all the time and not doing the work and not performing, yep. you're not playing at you the, wouldn't the be highest there. level. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is probably a perception. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and, 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 and mate, don't worry about that. We build it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, rumor, rumor is far better than the truth. Yeah. So yeah, just. Uh, well, I guess some of those sportsmen's nights you're talking about, you'd it'd be, oh, a, it'd be yeah, a fair. Just a, just a little bit of gravy added to it. <laughs> just, that, actually, there's okay. not much of anything else. It's just basically gravy, to be honest. <laughs> but it's amazing at the sports night. You, you tell a story, and all the stories that I reckon are made up. <laughs> people believe, and all the true stories, no, nah, that couldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting yeah. it's an is- interesting perception that people have of, of that era of cricket. Do you reckon, thinking back about that era, and then obviously you know the inner sanctum now with Australian cricket, are you is, – is it – do you reckon you'd find it tough playing now oh. with, with that – People talk to me about the money they earn. Wouldn't you love to be playing now? I, I couldn't stand the scrutiny yeah. of these current players. In all sports, so all codes of football, yeah. um, cricket in particular at the top level, mate, I, I don't want to know Davy Waters' wife's name. I don't want to yeah. know how many kids yeah. he's got. I don't know where. I don't want to know what car he drives. I don't want to mm. know. I want to see him go out and make runs yep. and be scrutinised on that. If he's playing well, happy days. If he's not playing well, why isn't he playing well? Yeah. Okay, across the board. But to, to delve into the guy's personal life, that, mm. that just started to come in towards the end of my career. Yeah, okay. And you just think, mate, what these players do, and everyone says they're overpaid. Yep. I work on the other side of the scrutiny they're under mm. on and off the ground. These guys don't get paid enough. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like, people no. get off on that, don't they? They yeah. just want to find it. And, you mate, know, they play cricket. Yeah, yeah. Why can't it just be that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was for us for a long time. And then it started to, to oh, you know, where do you live? Well, you know, well, you, you must oh, you must live in Turak or Brighton. Yeah. You know? And yes, mate, who cares where you live? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's pretty ordinary. I know um, we've had, and I've had on the podcast Cameron White before, yeah. I know him quite well, and we've spoken about it quite Life's often. Fishing. Absolutely does. Oh. But, you know, in the lead up to. Um, some of some of the tournaments you know, over the last few years, I, I remember him sort of saying, oh, "I hate this this part," you know, because yeah. you you fail once in say T20, and they 
people just jump on you, yeah. you know. And and obviously and social social media. Yeah. Now social media people on social media are very kind. So if Cameron White goes out and makes a hundred, mm. you get one person say, "Well done." Yeah. If he goes out and fails, yeah. you'll have a million people yeah. telling him he's a, as weak as piss and yeah. telling him what he did wrong. Yeah. Now, good coming from blokes that, and on, on the tour, on the AST tours, uh, it's a classic. So Davey Warner in England getting knocked over by Broad. Yeah. And Broad had his measure. Uh, Davey had a, a run, but cheesy bowled well. Yeah. But we had blokes in there. Oh, what's he doing? I could do better than that. <laughs> no, 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 you can't. That's why you're sitting in the stand <laughs> next to this. me. Because if you could do better, you'd be out yeah, there. Exactly. So have a think about what you're saying. That in all sports, um, at all levels, people don't go out to fail. No. So when they when they look look for the reason. Yeah. And people always some people have an excuse, not good enough, the reason. And the reason Warner failed in England, Broad was sensational. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't win it. You can't people, win every time. People ring, remember sorry, but people remember the ashes. What about the World Cup? How good yeah. was it in the World Cup? Yeah. So yeah. You know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. And it's almost a it's a, it's it's a bizarre one because people want to win and want their yeah. team to be the best, but it's almost like they're looking forward to them failing so yes. they can get on their oh, computer and bloody let them have on it. Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. I'm going to give it to this bloke. <laughs> oh, mate. That's when, that's when they need the support when they're going through it. Absolutely. And, they, don't, and they don't need a pat on their back because they're getting plenty of that yeah. when they're doing well. Yeah. But when, when they're going through a, a bit of a struggle, when they go yep. through a bad patch, that's, that's when you need – that's, mate, fishing terms. Yeah. You're going out catching fish. Oh, how good is it to get the pat on the backs? And, yeah. and what about when you go out for a fishing trip and you come home, you've done no good on a trip. Yeah. The worst thing, so how'd your trip go? Oh, not again. <laughs> Jeez, I've got to answer this question again. Yeah. But when you're winning, it's like when you're catching fish, yeah. oh, no, I had a great time. <laughs> you don't wait until people ask. You just, yeah, oh, listen, I've got to tell you about this trip. Yeah. So you if you're not skiting about it, don't ask me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. And it's what about it interests me um, your time as a selector. Yeah, because obviously, as we were saying, then that, the on-field you know sledging and hammering that people get um, from playing. Did you find it tougher? Did you get much or heckled or, or, or much grief as a selector? Yeah, probably. But I, I, so I'm I'm of uh, that age that I really don't care what yeah. people say. <laughs> so when you're selecting. The hardest thing to take out of it is state bias. Mm, so when yeah. I was selecting, I was five years as selector, the team I saw the least amount of in Shield cricket was Victoria because yep. they try and get you away from Victoria to see the other players because yeah. you might see Victoria every game. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're a little bit tainted mm. and you're more tainted because you're seeing more of those players. So, but mate, people, yeah. Oh, what did you pick this bloke for? Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if 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 the if Australia lost a test yeah. or whatever, do you did you no. hear about it? I, I still like the, the the best story I tell um, is the twenty twenty. We picked Davey Warner for the twenty twenty. Roll up to the game. What are you picking that bloke for? He's a mug. He's no good. He's no. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so they're going on the shield form. If you had pay TV back then, where the big bash was on, you'd yep. know that he was just absolutely smacking them. Yeah. So his first game against South Africa. Gets 86 off 40 balls. Yep. Walking around after the break, oh, that's a genius. <laughs> and you just sit there and you think it's probably the same people. Probably the same, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's an interesting one, as I say, and as I used to say to people that, oh, you know, what did you pick this bloke for? I said, mate, it's great. It's great that you're asking that question. It is fantastic. It means you've got a passion. Yep. Okay. And I love your passion for the game, but 
just so we're on on the same page, when you realise your opinion doesn't count, we're on the same page. <laughs> but you know, it's it's yeah. What what don't you pick? And being from Victoria, Hodgie's a, a yeah. prime example. Yeah. Everywhere I, I I go, why isn't Hodgie in the team? Okay, mate, who would you drop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you're the selector, make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> what we have, we're not yeah. picking Hodgie. <laughs> so yeah. it's you can only pick eleven. So yeah. and everyone's pick oddy. Well, you got two openers. You got a bowling option number six, and you had Michael Hussey, Michael Clark, and Ricky Ponny. Yeah, very hard to fit. I'm in probably here. not dropping either <laughs> any of those blokes. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, mate, it was good fun. But like I say, us discussing the Australian team is like four blokes, four mates sitting around having a beer in a pub, having a talk about the Australian team. Who should be in? Who should be out? Yeah. Have a talk about your mates. Get down and have a talk about who should be in, who should be out, and get blokes from different states yeah. and see if they agree yeah. on anything. <laughs> you never Seriously, get anywhere. Mate, you go, no, 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 pick him. Why? He's from Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get all that crap. But yeah. And there seems to be uh, an opinion that New South Wales players... Got favoured. Got favoured, yeah. but... For for sport in Australia, especially for cricket in Australia, to be successful, yep. if you have a look at the population, yep. New South Wales is the most heavily populated state within the country. Yep. So when you're picking a national side, you would think just by sheer numbers, sheer and numbers, yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're going to have more in. Yep. So if New South Wales haven't got um, a good representation in the Australian side, I reckon cricket in Australia is going to struggle. Yeah, fair um, yeah yep. but you have a look at the players in there. Yeah. So, mate, Steve Smith, yeah, 50-50. Yeah. Davey Warner, 50-50. <laughs> Mitch Stark, 50-50. Yeah. Hazelwood, 50-50. Pat Cummins, he's just struggling. Yeah. Um, Nathan Lyon, he's, he's really struggling. Yeah, yeah. So you go through yeah. the names and, and all the players deserve to be there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What about on the flip side of that? From a from obviously you would have been close with the players themselves. Yeah. Was it tough for you sort of seeing someone who might have deserved to be there, but you just couldn't find that spot. And then having to sort of get, you know, did, was there any? I know, I know, all the players are professionals, and yeah. and, and as a selector, you're a professional. But yeah. that personal side of it, does it come into it? And is it hard sometimes? Uh, it is hard, yeah. but you, you learn to have those tough conversations. Yeah. And, and I, I made a mistake one day, and um, well, I might as well say his name because when I say a, a league spin bowler from New South Wales, everyone's going to know it's Dewey McGill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we had a game. I learned a value, valuable lesson. Um, basically, when we pick a side, the chairman of selectors passes on the news to the guys that have been right, dropped okay. from the side. Yep. So Victoria were playing New South Wales at the Junction Oval. We picked a side. Stewie McGill was omitted. And I was at the game on, I think it must have been a Sunday night, got back to the game on Monday and Stewie just pulled me over and just said, oh, God, I had a call from Andrew Hilditch last night. I said, oh, yeah, no. He said, mate, you were here yesterday. Why didn't you tell me? And then, mm. well, to say procedure, um, we're mm. not supposed He said, mate, well, if you come and tell me mm. and then expect a call from Andrew Hilditch. So I learned a really valuable lesson is that the players want to know. Yep. And normally if you're – if a player's going to be dropped from the side, mm. he knows. Yeah, he hasn't okay. been scoring runs. Yeah, he's been right. struggling a little yep. bit. And, and we've had times where guys have assumed they're going to be dropped from the side and, um, and, and they won't answer their call <laughs> for the Cricket Australia. But they figure out quickly that chairman of selectors rings you if you drop and the cricket manager rings you if you've been selected. selected. <laughs> so they just have a look. If Andrew Hildage was trying to give you a call or Trevor Haynes was trying to give you a call, no, nah, <laughs> 
So you, you couldn't yeah. get hold of them, yeah. but they, they knew exactly yeah. what you were ringing them for. But yeah. mate, quite often you'd have a talk to a player yeah. um, about, you know, a one-day one day side or a test side where it's been back-to-back, your selector on duty, you've got to go and tell the player that he's, he's not playing. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's pretty obvious. You know, haven't, haven't been scoring runs, I yeah. haven't been taking wickets. So, yeah, the players at that level know. Yeah, and it's a professionalism yeah. about it, I suppose. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, on screen, mate. Reality star, hey? Oh. What's next? Mate. Dancing with the stars? Nah, dancing <laughs> with the stars. Hey. I've got two strict rules in life. Yeah. SBA, DFD. So Strictly beer only. Yeah. And don't fucking dance. <laughs> so there is no way known. I'm Have you been known. asked? Yes. Have you? Yeah. Dan- what's, what's one on seven? Oh, I don't know. Is that Strictly, it? Dan- oh, is there two, is, is it? There's two. There's Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And there's something there's, else. Yeah. yeah. So I think Dancing with the Stars is the other mate. I don't want to. But I got asked the first year to do it. I said to the manager, nah. Yeah. Uh, so I went through it and I was, I was with four mates in Northern Territory. And he just went through the money. I said, nah, listen, not. And the boys were saying, what's going on? I said, what, what, the pay structure. Went through the pay structure. So the first month is going to be an hour a week, so $1,000. Then it steps up a little bit the the second month, and it's two and a half grand a week, and then you're into the into the show. Yeah. And oh, you good money. You got to do that. Go. One bloke sitting there with his beer just looked at me and said, "What do you have to do? Ballroom dancing?" <laughs> <laughs> they were on the floor rolling around. I just said, "Mate, there is no way. Now, if, if you could dance, yeah, you'd do it." So if, if I had some rhythm and yeah. you're asked, you think, yeah, it's like going on a singing show. Yeah. yeah. Mate, yeah. I wouldn't subject people <laughs> to my voice. Like, yeah. I, like if I sing in the shower, I get sick of it. Like <laughs> just no good. Yeah. Just a bland voice. So, um, mate, the way, you do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, you, you remember um, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of yep. It, but before that, Channel 9 had um, Celebrity Overhaul. That's right, yeah. I, I, I did two series of that. Yeah, right. So the second series, I got a call and said, would you like to do it again? Now, one of two reasons, isn't it? My sparkling personality (laughs) was great for ratings. All the other option was uh, they still thought I was a fat prick and need to lose some more weight. So I I certainly hope it was the first one. I'm leaning leaning towards it that it was the second one. But, yeah, so you you go over there and, seriously, if you're watching, don't feel sorry for the guys in there because they're getting good money. And they they talk about... (laughs) You know why I'm in here for raising money for the charities? Fantastic. Yeah. Get myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. No, that's crap. Yeah. Like if you're not, if you're not, if if you haven't agreed, haven't agreed on a figure, you're yeah. not there. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you're over there for. Yeah. Okay. So I paid the mortgage off. Happy yeah. days. It was a bit of fun. Um, wasn't hard. Yeah. The yeah. only thing I found was six weeks with no contact with family. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. wife and three kids. Yeah. Um, at the time, kids were. I think 18, 15, 16, and maybe 11. Yep. And that's, that's the only that's thing not, that I... Yeah, yeah. So you know that if something goes wrong, mm. you're going to hear it. Yeah, sure. So they're going to pull you... So you're hoping that you don't hear anything, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. Um, now, I, I've spoken to a couple of guys, and I said, the only thing you're going to really miss is contact with your family. Yep. But yeah. sitting around doing nothing all day. Yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> That's right up your alley. Oh. Except you can't have a beer. Mate, I do nothing better than anyone I know. Do they sneak you a beer after um, the cameras are off? No, no. Um, <laughs> people saying, like, there's a conspiracy theorist that think that it's done in a studio in South Melbourne. Yeah. No, oh, really? Mate. I'm an so, that. Mate, it's in South Africa. <laughs> we we flew over to Johannesburg and yeah. then we ha- flew um, a couple of hours north. So yeah. it's just shy of Kruger National Park. Um, and 
it was interesting. People think they're, they're feeding you, like you yeah. can't survive on that. Mate, you don't lose 17 kilos in six weeks yeah. if they're feeding you off camera. Yeah, 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 no, that's all right. right. So I lost 17 kegs in, four, in six weeks. I was over there. Took me almost four weeks to put it back on. It was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that series? That would uh, be a good series. Oh. But uh, there's a, there's a, it's a they funny. Should, they, should have a, they should have the homecoming. Yeah. Four weeks. Because I, I was sitting on the plane in South Africa thinking, no crap food, no grog. For this, and when I say no grog, we had a couple of nights where there's a few beers. Yeah. Um, you just think, how good do I feel? I'm going to get home. This is going to be me. I'm going to change my the life. New year. So I got picked up at the airport. Wife there, the three kids. Hello, jump in the car. On the way home, what's for dinner? And she said, oh, I've ordered pizza and I've got a <laughs> box of Coronas in the fridge. I thought, you fucking ripper, I'm home. <laughs> it lasted, that. I reckon, about, what, 30 minutes off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Um, and then obviously, you know, um, oh, look, there's a – I don't know if you follow it now or watch any of that oh, sort of watch, stuff. but watch there's a bit of it. I watch a bit of I'm a Celebrity because yeah. like we did the first one. And you like to know who goes in yeah. so you, you can follow someone. So when when Warney was in, yeah. so you had a, had a look at that. And Favol is an interesting character and Dane Swan. But it's interesting that the guys that are team orientated, yeah. they do a little bit more than the guys yeah. that are. So they're, all they're worried sort of about natural. is everyone else. Yeah, yeah, um, where yeah. A lot of people get in there just worry about themselves. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a couple of different sort of groups of people that go into those things, aren't they? Like there's those people that have what yourself. But, well, yeah, and then yeah, there's so, those. Yeah, yeah there's then guys, there's the people with the agenda. There, there's guys with an agenda. Yeah. Um, there's there's some guys who just want to get away from life. Yep. Um, and I just went. You know, I, I just sat there when I two producers had a talk to myself and my agent Chris Janopoulos. Sitting there having a talk to him, having a talk, talk, talk about this. And I said, so it's just big brother in the jungle. You want to get us yeah. tired, you want to get us hungry, you want us to turn on each other, <laughs> yeah. you want us to dust up. No, 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 nothing like that. Uh, what we want to do is just test you. So six weeks away, they wouldn't tell you who was in it, yeah. and they wanted an answer, and this was in, I reckon it was in August, September. Mm. And, I, and I just said to Chris, I said, mate, if they want an answer in, in two weeks, I can't do it because I've got to rearrange yeah. a heap of stuff. Yeah. But if they leave it until probably the start of December, if I if I can get everything in place, mm. I'll go over. And he said, well, what do you think about it? I said, mate, to be honest, 10 years ago, I would have been all over it. Yeah. But a camping trip with 10 people, 15 people you don't know, mate, if they're not paying a shitload of money, I'm not interested. <laughs> that was on the Friday. Yeah. Got a call from him on the Wednesday. Oh, you'll be fucking interested. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you got to. And uh, what people see is 45 minutes of the day before, and they think yeah. it's action packed. Yeah, yeah. But they have 24 hours. Yeah. When yeah. Freddie Flintoff came in, and this is what killed me, he won it. He won the year I was on. So I'm not even as popular in Australia as an English cricketer. <laughs> How do you reckon I'm fucking going? But. Freddie got in, so he was one of the later ones in. He's yeah. come home, he said, Merv, what's it like? I said, mate, every day's a batting day. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, mate, you, you just get out of bed, you sit down, and you do nothing. Yeah. And he said, but Merv, I played for England. I'd be pads on before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was an interesting. Uh, but the, the guys that you did it with, um, now Joel Creasy yep. was a, like a, an interesting character and a, and a real, real strong yeah, sort of personality. Yeah. Um, Chrissy Swan yep. was fantastic. Because awesome. I must admit, off Big Brother and that, wasn't a big rap for Chrissy. Mm. But having, like, you're in there for two or three days, you yep. get 
get to know, and you just think, just fantastic. She's person. brilliant. Yep. Um, we had uh, Laura Dundovich, model from Sydney. We had right uh, Lauren Brandt out yep. of High Five. We had Barry Hall. Yeah. Barry Hall. <laughs> you can see how the guys at at Sydney and then later the Bulldogs got behind him as a leader. Mm. Like he's just, mate, frame. Yep. He's got the frame. And if you're not, like, if you're not pulling your weight, like most people would yeah. all be just direct, mate. Yeah. Pick your game up. You yeah. let everyone down. You're okay. supposed to be doing this. You're not fucking doing it. Yeah. Get it done. <laughs> 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 okay. Don't worry, mate. Yeah, yes, sir. But he, he was fantastic. Yeah. We had Andrew Dado, yep. was fantastic for the TV side of things. Yep. Yep. Um, we had Marsha Brady. Yeah. Uh, who, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so she she was That's fantastic. Right. She was she was lovely. Yeah. But just fruitcake. Yeah. Oh, but she, just lovely. Her, like, she, she was like. I think she was the oldest one in there, yep. but she she had the heart and the mind of a like 15, 16 year old. Yeah, Just right. loved life, yeah. loved life. Um, and there's there's a few others. So we had Tim and Anna out of the Bachelor yep. that came in. Um, we had the the naked uh, traveller. Um, and I'm just four years ago, five, yeah. my, my brain's wide. <laughs> but you sort of look back and you're in each other's pockets for yep. for six weeks. And four four or five years ago now. Don't catch up all that often and don't make any plans to catch up. But when you run into... Yeah, yeah. You go know, like, yeah. yeah, so it's... Yeah, it's an, so it's the connection's sort of real. Oh, the connection yeah. is real. So yeah. you spend six weeks isolated with someone, you get to know them pretty well. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, TV now, though, for you looks like fishing. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, well, both. So, but yeah. Re- recreational boating. <laughs> Enjoying you, the fresh air. You've done TV shows, haven't you? Oh, bits and pieces. Now, so with, not hosting. What cameras do you use? Cameras? Yeah, because I reckon the frequency on our camera scares the fish away. <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, it must, must, it be. must be. It must be. We, you go away and, and fair dinkum, you sit there and watch fishing shows. Yeah. And everyone that's a novice, and I can see how people get disheartened. Yeah. Because you watch a fishing show and everyone's catching fish. Yeah. Um, and everyone's catching big fish. Yeah. And you think, yeah, how easy is this? But yeah. I don't confess to be an expert. Yeah. But all. What my show's trying to do is just to say, guys, you don't have to catch a trophy fish. Yep. Go out and enjoy yourself. And fishing now, you're only a young man. But oh, Jesus, thanks, now, Merv. I'll take that. But fishing now is an ageing sport. And, yeah. and all we're trying to do is encourage. So we'll, we'll, we'll go, you know, Maribyrnong River and sit down there and say, mate, if you're coming down here to sit, if you've got grandkids or kids, just bring them down. Yep. Get them involved in fishing. Show. Yeah. And all you've got to do is catch a kid a fish. Oh, they're, he's, and they're he's hooked, hooked for life yeah. in there. Well, I think there's a thing, there's an issue um, uh, probably the last few years which has been a, the focus has been taken away from the beginners and they're getting yeah. people into it and it's been more about yeah. how good am I, I caught bloody yeah. 10 tuna well, on the weekend. Well, I'll tell you what, I, if you do any fishing at all, you'll watch my show and think it basically exists. So but that, our, but, that's, that's but our, good. our show's not directed at you. Our, yeah, our yeah. show's not directed at people who know what they're doing. Yeah. Our show is directed at people that don't really know what they're doing, haven't got the confidence, and mm. we talk about all that. Yep. We just, just took, oh, gee, you haven't fished here before. Gee, this looks like a good spot. Oh, gee, we've been here for three days and haven't caught <laughs> anything. Oh, fishing's fun, isn't but, it? <laughs> but, it? But, you know, isn't yeah. that the reality of it? Yeah. And, and that's, I think, where we've, we've missed the point a bit. Yeah. We, uh, I was saying to you off air, myself, Andrew Hart, Nick Digan yeah. from Hook, Line and Singer, yeah. just recorded a podcast series which is entitled 
back to basics and it's yeah. a six episode series and we just completely go back to the basics and yeah. about the initial fears of walking into a tackle shop you go holy yeah. fuck there's a million rods in it yeah what do i need so we, we break so all that down yeah because yeah. i think there is a lack of that so yeah. i think you know and, um, and the next level of that is getting into fishing and mm. then start boating life yeah so what sort of boat do i need well mm. where do you go fishing mm. yeah so if you're not sure you walk into a and you're not, you're not going to walk out with a bloody um, six metre bluefin if, if you're fishing. Well, you might, but you've got no idea how to use it. If you're fishing up the Golden River, are you? But that's the thing. No. You say, okay. And the big thing is, I'm not sure what I need. So be prepared to ask the questions. And yeah. a lot of people haven't got the confidence to do it. Mm. So walk in. Listen, I do most of my fishing in, in estuary, lakes, fresh water. Yep. But occasionally I want to go out in the bay. Yep. So you have a look at a, like a hornet. You have a look at a yep. top end, so anywhere from a, a four and a half to a, a five point nine, and probably if you're just starting the smaller the boat, the better. Oh, absolutely! And then it's how many people you're taking out. There's yeah. <laughs> no good getting a four and a half meter boat if you're taking three mates out. No, no. So, you, you'd like yeah. to think the um, the boat yards or the the yeah, you know, sails. Quite often, quite often, the guys don't ask the questions. I'm yeah. looking for a boat. Well, what are you after? Well. Oh, I, you know, this one looks nice. Yeah. So they base that around the <laughs> boat, that, and then yeah. they say, oh, and it's not practical for what you're doing. Yeah. Just, and it's the same with fishing. If you're not sure what to buy when you walk into a tackle shop, ask the guys behind the counter, okay, um, mate, I'm going down to Apollo Bay. Um, I'm not going to do any surf fishing, but I'm going to fish off the rocks, fish off the pier. Yeah. What rod would you su- suggest? Yeah. Yeah. And, mate, they've all got information. Absolutely. And then ask them, and the idea, the good one is to, to go down there and buy your gear where you fish. Yeah, yeah, yep. And ask for a couple of spots. Yep, totally. It's, it's amazing that people say, they're not going to tell me where to catch fish. Mm. Well, mate, if you go down, buy a rod and reel, buy some hooks and sinkers, get some bait, you go and catch some fish, where are you going to go when you need more fishing gear? Yeah, yeah, go that's, back to yeah. that spot. What's going on now, mate? Oh, Marengo Beach down in Apollo Bay, just around the corner. Don't fish off the pier. Not too many fish there, but the salmon are in. So you go around there, you catch a few fish. Next time you go in, what's going on? Oh, the flat air are on out in the bay. Yeah. So you just find out yeah. what's happening in and that area. And you've got to, don't you? You've got to yeah. ask. And, and even, yeah. you know, I think there's a there's a fear around even asking people if you see them at the ramp or on yeah. a pier or a jetty or something. I, I, I've always been of the opinion. Look, there's going to be dickheads that try and be yeah. try and oh, be yeah, dickheads no, out in the water, mate. Yeah, yeah. So but I like it. Do you fish my whaler? Yeah, I love it up there. I don't fish it much, yeah, but, but no. I, I love it up there. Yeah. Where a bloke will come in with a, a seventy four cod. Where'd you get that out near the dead tree, mate? Yeah. No, you know, ripper. Yeah, good on you, dude. As, as if the same, <laughs> mate. You've already caught it. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're going to go back there tomorrow. Yeah, but. Like, yeah, I, I just, when I used to go down to Apollo Bay, so um, we go down there in January. Yep. So I used to um, walk out the beach, yep. out along the beach, um, just the first night we're there, just on dusk, walk around the pier and just have a look at, are you catching anything? Yeah, getting some mullet, you know, getting some uh, some flathead, getting this. And have a look at the rigs they're using, have a look at the baits they're using, um, have a look in their bucket, see if they're catching fish, yep. and think, oh, okay, so yep. a bit of beach, if they're off the pier and they're getting some um, trevally that have come in or some, some grass whiting or whatever, yeah, um, you just have a look at, at what they're doing and particularly what baits they're using. Yep. So yep. it's no good um, using squid if they're biting on pilchers. That's right, yeah. So, it's, yeah, so just do a little bit. And in a, if you're at a caravan park, if you're at a seaside resort, if you're on a river somewhere, go into a pub. 
Because if someone's catching fish, <laughs> they're in the pub telling everyone. <laughs> telling yeah, everybody. You, and you, you don't need to know where they are, but no. oh, where'd you get it on? They'll tell you what lure yeah. or what bait it was, yep. and then you replicate that. Yeah. Were you trawling? Were you casting? Yep. Mate, ask those questions. And just yeah. keep buying them beer because they'll yeah. keep telling you more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. what? So, season six? Season six. Murf, yeah. Murphy's so fishing. We had a, had a few issues early on. Um, yeah, they, the shows weren't great. Um, but we've sort of sorted it out, and um, last series was was very strong. We're filming series six at the moment, almost finished filming, mm. and it's been a, I reckon it's been another strong season. So Good. it's it's less of a commercial, which yep. we'll, we'll get hammered for. And I think a, a lot of people don't realise that you don't get paid to be on TV; you got to pay to be on TV. Yeah, look, I think the other thing, and, and um, you know, there's there's there is a lot of that. You know, oh, it's all it is is sponsors and brands yeah. and blah, blah blah. But guess what? Every sort of every minute that you're out there is yeah. costing you money. Yes. You've got your crew, your yeah. cameraman, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And Not to mention like, the days where you're catching nothing and you feel yeah. your, what yes. you've shot doesn't go to air. Yeah, no, we we got to put that there, or we'd have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've done, we've done. Oh, you know, welcome to Move Hughes uh, recreational boat, uh, boating. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Move Hughes hiking around the lake for the third day in a row. Yeah. Um, so we mate, just have fun with it yeah. and and explain like we obviously we get partners on board. We got yep. Talk about the lures we're using. Talk yep. about the um, electric motor we're using. Talk about the boat. All that. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, people people just think oh, it's one big advertising. Well, you got to look after your, your partners. Totally. And, yeah. like, New Age Caravans for us have been fantastic. They yep. came on board for the second series, and and couldn't be any more helpful. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, and um, along the way we've picked up a few sponsors, but uh, or partner. I like to call them partners because. Yeah. People walk in and ask for a sponsorship. Yeah. That means give me money. We're going to give you yeah. nothing back. <laughs> yeah. We talk about a partnership, and it's what can we do for you? Yeah, and and you get a little bit better response than just oh. yeah, rake, raking people for money. But <laughs> I love my, love my fishing. Like I said before, I don't confess to be an expert, so so don't get me confused with Paul Worsley, yeah, or with Andrew Eddinghauser, with the guys that know what they're doing. Yeah. We're, we're just in trying trying to encourage guys to get out. So if we go up the Gold Coast. We'll just say, listen, if you're on the Gold Coast for three weeks, here's an option. Yep. So you can go out the front, you can go you know, in in the spit area, mm. um, you can go out the back chasing bass. If yep. you're up at Noosa, it's the same thing. Uh, chase bass at a dam. I think know, they're an about and they'll pick you up. They'll come yeah. and pick you up from your hotel and drive you out there yeah. if you haven't got transport. So all those little things like Darwin, go up to Darwin, people think you get to Darwin, you've got to go far and wide. But there's charters that will take you out from, from Darwin um, and just go and yeah. catch a good fish. Yeah, and I think that's the information that people want. Yeah. Just to keep it simple. Yeah. Um. You know, the the real hardcore gurus that no, yeah. they're probably not watching anyway. Yeah, you well, probably what who you're trying to appeal yeah. to is the exact people that are yeah. probably watching. So, yeah. how about hosting? How have you found hosting? Are you, do you feel comfortable in front of a camera? Yeah. I mean, you've you've probably no, done. I, I feel comfortable talking to a crowd of 100, 200 people. Yeah. Um, that that's not a problem. Put a camera in front of me and say, right, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. just I, I speak another language. Well, it's a different thing, isn't uh, it? It yeah. is. It is, and yeah. So I, it's I've gotten a bit better, but still, like, just apparently my emotions are high and low. <laughs> so if you're watching the show, you'll you'll know if we're catching fish or not. <laughs> so just if there's a big smile, and your eyebrows are up, and you're, you're sort of sitting there, yeah. and your, your voice is all jovial, you're going all right. But the other one is that they'll they'll pan you and say, right, what's happening? Oh, you know, not. not not much. <laughs> your head's down, you're dragging your ass, and you're, you haven't got a line in the water. Oh, I've been out here for eight hours and I haven't got a fucking thing. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus fishing's hard work. 
and we have more of those days yeah. than the other days. Well, it's I reckon that's again that's real. You know, yeah. that's a lot of people yeah. too. Where have you been this season? What 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 a uh, mate? We had we had a a, um, a go up in Darwin, so yep. we went out to Dippery Lodge. Yep. Oh, good. Mate, oh, mate. So most people think Dippery Lodge Barramundi. Yep. So you go up there, yep, Barramundi, but there's also uh, pelagics up there. Yeah, okay. Reef fishing. Yep. Um, mate, it's just amazing. So virtually they'll, they'll say to you in the morning, what do you want to do? Or they'll tell you the night before, weather's like this, this is our plan. Yep. But basically if if there's no weather impacting, they'll they'll let you know what's going on. Yeah, so okay. it's a little bit windy today, guys, so what we're going to do is get over to the Crocodile Islands and, and just filter through there in the, in the calmer waters, look after you, chase Barramundi and Threadfin Salmon. Okay, she's going to be flat as tomorrow, boys. Uh, we're going to be at the front just trolling the reefs. Uh, we'll have a go for some pelagics, and then what we'll do is we'll drop a few jigs and see if we can pick up some golden snapper and, yep. and coral trout and well, fishing this. It's crazy. It? Then we went to Bino Harbour, and, and that's part of what we do is uh, we went out with Why Not Fishing Charters. Yep. Um, mate, if you're up in Darwin and you want to die, seriously... Right, we're going to have a drop here. Uh, we're going to catch some red emperor. Oh, red emperor. Uh, we're going to move to this place. We're going to have a... Oh, look at that. We're going to catch some mulloway. Oh, look at that, some mulloway. <laughs> and then we, we, uh, we'll get some golden snapper here and we just get this fish that... Oh, mate, seems a bit bigger than a golden snapper. <laughs> and he said, well, that could be a cobia. Oh, and you think, oh, I hope he knows you pull up. Cobia. Wow. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> and but there's that, that many fish there. Yeah. And, like, the charter... To me, is a great place if you haven't got the confidence. Number one, to take your own boat out yep. or where to go, and especially in those Darwin waters, mm. maybe eight nine meter tide. Yeah, how many people yeah. go out and just get? And then also the rock bars that are yep. everywhere. So yep. you, you just got to know what you're doing, and if well, you're not confident, yeah, it's a bit the same with um, <coughs> the Port Phillip heads at the moment. Yeah. Obviously, there's a big sort of um, kingy rush. Yeah, kingies and yeah. tuna out out wider and. <coughs> A lot of people thinking, oh, sweet, I'll head straight out. Port yeah. Phillip heads in, can be... In my, in my three and a half metre boat, in yeah. the rip. Yeah. Ripper! Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand that, mate, the rip at Port Phillip Bay isn't Port Phillip Bay. No, that's... <laughs> It's not part of the bay. It's no. a, it's yeah, it's yeah. treacherous. And yeah. you know, spent I've spent lots and lots of time going yeah. in and out of there. Yeah. But and when you get tied against wind, oh. and you get like a hundred boats. Yep. Apparently, we're out there over the weekend. Mm. Mate, if you don't yeah. know what you're doing, but that's where going out away. with the charter or yeah. someone who's yes. been through it a million times is yeah. is priceless, yeah. isn't it? You know, uh, yeah. but even even like you say, Darwin or anywhere really, like but you know, here, that's like, the service that's there. Yeah, you know, you'd come across Matsini, mm. mate. Matsini, I, I would recommend him to anyone fishing in Melbourne. Yep. that get around there, mate. What do you want to do? Oh, we want to chase some snapper. Okay, we'll get some snapper. What do you want to do? We'll have a look at some tuna. He took us out on some tuna. There was tuna everywhere. Mm. They just didn't fire. Yeah, but you could sit. You see him sitting in the water them. out through the like Queenscliff. Must have been that camera again. Oh, <laughs> mate, but you, you have a look at him, mate. You could harpoon him. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you just look like they're sitting about what maybe ten feet under the surface, and there were bloody thousands. Of, you reckon they take a lure? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the other days you come and go oh, fishing mate, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like golf. No, there's, there's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, 18 holes of golf. I reckon there's one hole of golf that you enjoy. Yeah. And then 17 others, you just, what a shit. What have I played? Do you know, I've for? just made a new rule. I play, I, play, I, I used to play a lot. Um, I've just slowly eased back into it, playing with my, with, uh, my dad the other yeah. day. I've, my new rule is I'm not walking a golf course ever again. Yep. Good Buggies rule. and carts. Yep. Good rule, Fuck carts. That. Yep. 
It's a long walk. And, and, be, it's usually and be prepared to go off after nine. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're not having a good time, don't think it's going to get any better because it's not. But isn't it that same mindset? You have yeah, one good fishing. hole and you go, how good's yeah. golf? But you have it, one good day's fishing, how yeah. good's fishing? But it, as but soon as it flips. Yeah, but fishing <laughs> is – and like you go up to my whaler, they call it a, a lake of a thousand casts for mm. a reason. Yeah. And I reckon <laughs> most days we're up there, we only have 999 casts. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't counted them, but I'm, I'm sure. But – you gotta you gotta understand that and where where you fish where a lot of other people fish mm. is that yeah, the well's gonna be a little bit dry, isn't it? Mm. So if well, you wanna yeah. catch good fish, mm. go more remote. And yep. good friend of ours. Want the smiles, do the miles. That's it. Paul Worsley always says yep. that. And yep. it makes sense if there's less people fishing, you would think there's gonna be more fish. Yep. So Port Phillip Bay, like snapper in, mm. as soon as you hear the snapper in, there's a thousand boats oh. out there. Yeah, it, yeah, and I, I don't want to put people off, but I look at that sometimes and go, "Fuck that! I'm not going out." Yeah, <laughs> this just uh, it's mate, too ramp many. Rage is a new oh, one. ramp rage is a like, thing. Yeah, ramp rage. Like, I want to. I'd, I'd be comfortable with ramp, you yeah, though. If you go to a ramp, guys, <laughs> and and I, I went out with um, Paul Worsing and, and Lee Rayner years ago. Yeah, and they said, "Oh, mate, we'll meet you down there at four o'clock." I said, "Oh, mate, four o'clock, a bit late." <laughs> they said, "Well, what? Well, if you want to get there at two thirty, we'll go." I said, "Mate." You want to go at midnight? I go. And I said, "All right, two thirty. So you get out there. I, I I do not get out of bed for many things. Yeah. If someone says we're fishing tomorrow, you're out two thirty. It's just yeah, no worries. You're, you're up and out. Yeah. Um. You know, we've got to get the tide at this time and and whatever. But we went out and it was perfect day. Yeah. But get to the ramp at um, Patterson Lakes. Yeah. So Patterson River there. Yeah. Um. And just to see the angst. And, the, and oh, that's what Paul said. Paul just said, mate, you never know on days like this whether it's the first day fishing has ever been invented or yeah. the last day you're allowed to fish. Yeah. How yeah. It's supposed to be real. And there's people bipping horns and abusing. They say, mate, just, just settle. Take it easy, yeah. So if a bloke's, I reckon a good idea, if a bloke's having trouble at a ramp, the idea, the next five blokes in line sit there bipping their horns, abusing him, mm. don't think about getting out of your car and going yeah. and help him. <laughs> like that, that'd be too easy, wouldn't it? I know. Just I know. be considerate on the ramps. If someone's having a hard time, just get out of your car and help them out. Yeah. goes back to what we were saying at the mm. start of this. People find it easier and almost enjoy yeah, more. To be critical. To be critical. No. And, and you're right. No. It's not hard to jump out and help someone, is it? Who's, who's the bloke that's doing those videos now on Facebook, on social media? Have you seen that? Yeah, chasing the big dogs. Oh, um, and that's powerfish. Power, powerfish. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's to do. I, I found when I first saw, it, I said, "This place is nuts." Yeah. And then you find out it has to do with depression and helping yeah. people through. And you see how good is he? Yeah. I just I still love the fact that he's you know just burning up for big dogs. Yeah. And everyone said, "Yeah, he's throwing chooks in." So yeah, but they're still in the plastic. <laughs> just and you look at that. Geez, geez, that makes me laugh. But the sad thing about it is that. When people see someone like that at the ramp, there's no help. It's no. Just, oh, get you get there, get yeah. out of here, geez, we're trying to just get out of your car and help. Yeah, mate. And, yeah, and he's done a couple on the ramp, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a good example of yeah. a couple of people sort of just looking, going, yeah. "What the?" And fuck? then Blake tries to help him. Yeah, <laughs> he's left hand down, let the other left hand, other left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it is, but, but it's things a, things like that. I, Mate, they just make me laugh. And, yeah. and when you find out what it's for, yep. you think, oh, yeah, how good is that? Yeah, good it does man. raise awareness, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So even people that don't fish, they just watch yep. it and think, yeah, this place's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, can I ask you something? You can. That mow of yours? Yes. Do, is it really been insured? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> nah. Um, I went. I love that report. Yeah, I still, I was doing some work for. How much do you know about marketing and media and a little bit? Uh, who's, who's the shonkiest marketing bloke ever to hit Australia? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So you don't know too much about it. Um, yeah, Max Markham out of Sydney. Oh, um, right. So I did a bit of work with him, and he he, let, let, he put it out to the media that um, it was insured, and I was getting these calls. Nah, it's not insured. Where did you get this from? Nah. Then Max, you got to you got to run with me here. Well, mate, if you let me know you're going to do it, yeah. but when people just start ringing me out of the blue, he says you must have. Nah, fuck, no, nah, don't be stupid. <laughs> It's pretty hilarious. It's not hard to get traction with something on oh. social media or something. Well, that was before social media. So oh, was, just, yeah. yeah, press release. Yeah. Went out oh. to the media. You just think, mate, just let us know. Give us a chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least you can get behind yeah. it and, and push it a bit. Um, what's next for you? Obviously, keeping doing, going with Murphy's Fishing. Yeah. Um, um, so. More seasons well, yeah, in the we'll pipeline. So season six is just about finished. We'll have a look at next year. Um, just see what the response is to this year. Yep. If it. If it keeps growing, yep. then you, you do it. But if it doesn't, it just means it's it's not working. So hopefully, hopefully, um, we're getting the message across to just encourage people to get out and fish. Yeah, you know, mate, I'm beautiful. You, Good message. You write what I know about fishing on the back of a poster, but I love <laughs> fishing with people who know what they're doing, yeah. or sitting around and talking with people. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who know? I'd know whether you know Dave Silver. Yeah, um, used to be with Lawrence, and yep. he's now with Wilson Fishing to to sit there. So we do the Barra Classic. Yep. We go at the Barra Classic and there's been times where it's just five days on the water, don't catch a fish. Yeah. What are we doing wrong? Well, you're not doing much wrong because there's not many fish out there. Why do we keep doing that? Because it's a good <laughs> piss up. Yes! <laughs> Knew there was a reason. <laughs> but to do, so I do, I, I probably, well, I, I definitely uh, do those comps and that to get away from, from home because in Melbourne, if you say, right, well, this weekend, I'm going to go fishing. Mm. Something will come up with the family, yep. weather will be crap, yeah, yeah, whatever, and you yeah. don't go. But if if I go, so tow the boat up to Moala, you're fishing. Mm. If you, you go up to Darwin, and I've been going up to Darwin since, I reckon, early 90s. So yeah, okay. uh, Squizzy, the co-host on the show yep. now, had a shack down on Bino Harbour. So I used to go at the end of the cricket season, used to go up for 10 days. Yep. And you knew... That you're going to be fishing. Yeah. So we, we got up there first time we got up there. Uh, Simon Squizzy uh, and Lades take us out, and I got got mate Snapper. He comes up with it. He says, "Don't like fish a snap. Seriously, you come up here, put the hook in the water. The fish don't take the hook. They just jump into the boat. It's, <laughs> mate, it's great fun. So we get on a, a school of Spanish flag, so stripy. Yeah, yeah. I oh, oh, get get a big bucket of it. Are you beauty? Are these good eating? No, oh, they're crap. What are we catching for? Oh, you blokes seem to be having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we'll use those for crab bait. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they cook one up. They're actually a good thing. And he said, mate, we're spoiled up here. We yeah. never eat them, but they are. And that's they, the problem. They cut it, it over mm. and it's just white flesh. Yep. And why don't you eat these? Oh, mate, you've got mangrove, yeah. you've got gold snapper, <laughs> yeah. you've got barramundi, you've got threadfin, you've got. Yeah. And they, no, this is about number 10. So you just feed them to the crabs. And then yeah. we got crabs. <laughs> so it's, it's even better. I, I just love going up there by No Harbour. So they were across. Diagonally across from Crab Claw Resort, yep. and, uh, Billy Briscoe, um, an ex-cop, used to run Crab Claw Res- Resort. So we used to go out, have a fish, go in there for breakfast. Go out, have a fish, go in there for lunch. Go out, have a fish, <laughs> go in there for dinner. And then if the tides were all right, we'd go out after dinner. So it was, it was good, good days. Absolutely. And then get up the next day and yeah. do the same again. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> for 10 days. But yeah. hadn't, 
had an absolute ball up there. Yeah. Um, so that's the Northern Territory is my go-to. Yeah. And probably should do more fishing down here, but once it gets cold and yeah, we've got the weather against us in Melbourne. And, uh, yeah. There's some, look, about it, June, it, July. It, 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 I don't know. The, the boats get the covers on them, and yeah, no, and now a lot of people do, and that's yeah. I guess the beauty of um, the Australia is there's yeah. somewhere to go. It's always it's firing nice. somewhere, and but yeah, um, I think I think it's it is pretty tough um, as you get a bit older as well. I've noticed yeah. that we used to push through winter and go yeah. wherever oh, we needed yeah. to go. Now it's like yeah, that's oh, right. I'll wait. So having played cricket. Yeah, I think I, was, I should have been a football because <laughs> it gets the winter, and yeah, well, we used to go over to um, to Coffin Bay, in yep. the South, chasing the, the whiting. Yep, oh, how much fun was that? Massive. And when that sort of finished up, started going up to Darwin, and um, blokes had their their shack repossessed, um, so um, indigenous came back, and got their their land back. Yep. So that's not a problem. Is that repossessed? What's that? Uh, reclaimed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then um, I had an opportunity to fish this Barra Classic. Yep. So that's that's my getaway. Yeah. You get up yep. there down the Daly River, and some of the guys down there that that fish Greeny and Cotty, like just um, the the guys the guys down there. You don't know them. Hey, you been getting on? No good. Oh, yeah, try this. Yeah, have a go. Well, it's a fishing competition. Yeah. Like they realise there's there's more than one fish out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, the, That's the way it yeah, should be. So they, these are the lures. What have you been yep. doing? Hey, we'll try this and try this and try this, and they'll, they'll be giving you lures. Yeah. Just try these. Just yeah, get a, and you're thinking, mate, for for a competition. Yeah. You just like that's that's a great thing I reckon about the fishing fraternity. Yep. You don't come across too many flogs. No, you don't. No, you don't, and and they and those people that are flogs tend to get ousted anyway. Yeah. Like I think for the most part, the people I've met some of my best mates through yeah. the, through fishing, and I'm yes. sure you're the same. Um, and and it's just that I don't know. There's a combination of that um, that getaway that you talk about, being able to share that time with your right. mates. There's the common. No, oh, once you're out in a boat together, yeah. there's no one else to talk yeah. to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you become mates. Yeah, so mate, <laughs> golf golf and fishing very similar. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime. Yeah, I, I agree. But the other thing too is be very careful who you choose to go with. Mm. If you're in, in a boat for a day, and especially if it's not your boat, yeah. oh, it's a long day <laughs> if you're not getting on with someone. Yeah, that's a now, fair point. Now, through Tacklewood, you'd, you'd know Steve Shankampane. Yep. Up north. Yep. Mate, to what's the way they work that daily river? Yeah, oh, it's, mate, I they're reckon, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And they're like yeah. sort of like um, so I reckon it was born on the river. People that were yeah, in, yeah. in the river. I, I reckon, reckon. <laughs> Barramundi gave birth to him. mate. He's he's knowledge and you have a look at his sounder. He's got a sounder like a driving screen. Yeah, like yeah. It's, mad, it's massive. <laughs> yeah. And they reckon he just rolls up to a snag, has a look, uh, no fish there, goes to the next snag. Yeah, and then if they spot a fish, they'll just annoy the crap out of it till they get it. Yeah, now, he's been he's been up there. Yeah, he's been, last year. You drop in and normally drop in from the ramp, go downstream. Last year they opened up upstream because it's a bit shallow. We get upstream because we're nuffies. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and they're up there. What are you doing up there? Oh, it's been terrible. It's been terrible. We haven't got a fish yet. Like, this is the third day. Yeah. Oh, welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah. They've been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> but yeah. when when blokes like that are fl- finding it tough on their home turf, oh, yeah. what chance That's are we saying something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I know. You just about pack, pack it up and head home. Um, just back on the cricket before we before yeah. we wrap up, um, how are you seeing the state of things at the moment? Australian cricket, the, the, the team's good? 
in um, a good yeah. position? Oh, yeah, without doubt. Obviously, um, what happened in South Africa a couple of years ago um, was, yeah, for, for mine, was just disgraceful. Mm. Um, but also it hits home about how much pressure these guys are under. So what they're doing to, to feel accepted by the public. So and pressure does funny things for you. Mm. The guys have been punished. Let, let's move on from it, I, mm. I say. And, um, Do you feel like it, people have moved on Yeah, from I reckon it? I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now Steve Smith was accepted back in. There was a little bit of doubt about Warner, but that's what I was saying to people. You can't say yes to one and not the other. Yeah. And Bancroft, to me, has been sort of um, pushed aside a little bit. Mm. Um, I must admit... I thought that they may have used him a little bit more in England, uh, the right-hand bat against Broad early on. Yeah. Um, but they, they went with Marcus Harris and, and Warner for a bulk of it and just fed yep. up left-handers to him. So I'm uh, not critical of the selectors at all. It's just an observation. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, <you> <laughs> yeah, but um, last year, last season in Australia against India, yep. the performance there without two of our best and probably three of our top six batsmen mm. – um, was was outstanding. Yeah, um, it was the first time India won in Australia. But I reckon the general public expect India to come out, have a couple of medium paces and spinners, and not be a threat with pace. Mm. They come out with like it was like the West Indies of old. Yeah, four quick <laughs> bowlers and just give it to Australia. Yeah, and you just think, gee, it would have been interesting had Warner and, and Smith and Bancroft played. Their performance in England, uh, both in the World Cup, just fell a little bit short. Got beaten in the World Cup uh, semi final. And then the Ashes, to to draw that over there, um, Smith was injured a couple of test matches, um, got, got lucky, um, did a lot of things right, um, but certainly uh, the injury to James, Jimmy Anderson, yeah. um, sort of helped the cause. So to draw the series over there, retain the Ashes, great, great Good effort. effort. Yeah. And then come home, and it annoys me where people say, oh, Oh, geez, it's been a good summer. And they say, no, we've only played New Zealand and Pakistan. Yeah, well, we only won every test match. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we had a, like, one, beat, beat them 1-0 and drawn a couple of test matches, you can say it yeah. wasn't a great summer. Yeah. But, mate, the Australian team was ruthless. Yeah. They were fantastic. Yeah. And the bowling group, you lose Hazelwood, that Jimmy yeah. Pattinson comes in. Yep. Uh, Nathan Lyons going from... So the bowling's set for the next four or five years, barring injury. Yep. So you got that and you got some depth. Tim Payne, how long he's going to be. There's talk that he'll play another season and then retire, but he could probably play another two, three seasons. Yep, yep. Um, And his leadership in tough times has been fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, the top six, we've still got a few concerns, but that Labashay's been a a real find. Mm. Um, Smith and Warner back in. Joe Burns at the top of the order. Hasn't really grabbed hold of it. Yeah, um, he's shown signs, but yep. he just needs to become more consistent. Matty Wade at five. Um, Got to tell you, when he was selected, had my doubts, but he got selected off a bolters <laughs> of runs in, yeah. in Shield cricket. Yeah, yeah. Um, says something, gets into the side. He's producing uh, the goods with the bat, mm. but the thing that I reckon is more important in the Australian side is for that little. Bloody bull terrier, little niggle. Like he just has a has yeah. a crack, doesn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. A, an annoying little. He's a bloke I'd love <laughs> in my side. Yeah. So he's tough. He's uncompromising. Doesn't yeah. take a backward step. Yeah, gives it gives as good as he gets. And and and, and he's fiery. And I, I don't know. His, I, I don't, love his. Yeah, he's great. I love he's, his he's, thirst for the contest. Yeah, and I don't know much about. Um, I suppose the the inner sanctum like you would, but 
someone who like him has been around, so he's probably got a bit of natural leadership about yes. him. How much of the like, if you watch footy, for example, yeah. the leaders stand up, they'll charge uh, through someone, knock someone over, go kick a goal, and that's yeah. it. It lifts a team. It's hard to see it as much in cricket um, yeah. because it's not pivotal moments as such. There's there's great performances, well, there's, there's but pivotal moments where when you, you you don't get any credibility for doing your job when it's easy. Yeah, you get credibility for doing your job when, when it's, it's tough. tough. Yeah, and Matty Wade seems to have that knack. Yeah, so so he, my, and, I, and Steve Smith this Steve year, like Smith, people, yeah. people said, Gee, Steve Smith had a bad summer. Mate, if we're two for three hundred. Steve Smith goes to the crease. There's no need for T- Steve Smith to make runs. Yeah. And then that, by logic, um, follows on to Matthew Wade and Travis Head. Mm. When mm. they're under pressure, um, when we're three for 30, that's when you want those guys standing up. Yeah. When it's yeah. hard, you don't want them putting their hand up and, and smacking bowlers all over the place. And that Travis Head at six, I, I reckon, without knowing, I reckon he's been earmarked as the next captain. Yeah, okay. Um, so if that's the case... What, what you'll find is that he'll move up the order. Right. And ideally, he'll be batting at possibly number four, but more than likely number number five. Yep. Um, he's had great success with South Australia and talking to the, the guys from South Australia really, really wrapped about his his leadership qualities. Mm. So you have a look in that side. Now, quite possibly the next Australian leader may not be in that side. Yeah. With what happened in South Africa, um, Steve Smith's band as captain – Runs out next couple of months. Yeah, I don't think they can personally. I don't think they can go back to him. You don't think? No, but I reckon that they've earmarked this this Travis Head. Yep. And even if they do go back to Smith for a couple of years, yeah, um, I reckon Travis Head has been earmarked as, as a, the next long term. Yeah. What about when you were playing? Was that leadership role as important like like it is now? Like we were just talking about? Yeah, mate, we had Alan Border. Yeah, he was fantastic. Came in at a tough time, so we he came in. Um, and, and was appointed captain 1985 when the Rebel Tour to South Africa happened. Yep. So basically he got handed a side of a couple of senior players and a heap of young blokes that weren't ready. Yeah. And he developed as a captain over time. And mate, Alan Border, uh, Bob Simpson and, and Laurie Sewell, who was appointed sele- chairman of selectors at the time, deserve a lot of credit for where cricket in Australia got to. They took a punt on a few young blokes. And when you think of... Ian Healy, Steve Waugh, Mark Taylor, um, Shane Warne, Glenn McGrath, um, you know, players, players like Bruce Reed. Yep. Um, they they picked them after about you know, five or six Shield matches. Yeah. Okay. And th- they become household genius. Players. Yeah. So they had the courage and conviction to pick them yep. and then stick with them. Yeah. Because well, obviously they showed something at, at Shields. Yeah. Again, and then they they picked a couple of senior players. So when I first got in. Um, Ray Bright, David Hooks, and Alan Border were there. So you need the the senior players. Sure, like going yeah. fishing. If yeah, you've yeah. got a local, <laughs> knows what he's doing. <laughs> how how good's that? Yeah. So um, with with the cricket, you need that guidance. You need senior players there yep. to set the example. And, yeah. and those three guys are fair. And then they picked along with that talent. I reckon they just picked blokes that had earned a reputation for being tough and uncompromising. And David Boone. Yep. Uh, Jeff Marsh and I, and I'll throw like I was never naturally gifted, so I throw myself into that category, and took took a while to turn it around. Mm. So from eighty five, within the group we could see light at the end of the tunnel. Right, um, they won. And when I say they, I wasn't part of it. The World Cup in in eighty seven, so that was a, a small step. And yep. then the next step was the Ashes in eighty nine. Yep. So it took four years to to turn it around, but. Yep. 
within it was just small steps, small yeah, yeah, steps, yeah. and there was no no backward steps. Yeah, that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you you don't you didn't sound like you backed yourself then, but you took a shitload of wickets. Yeah, but early, I suppose Mitch Stark got a lot of criticism early in his career. Did you did you get much criticism as a oh, player early early in career? Yeah, my first test, um, people. People say to me, can you ever forget your first test, mate? No matter how hard I try, I'll never be able to forget my first. One for 123 <laughs> of 37 overs, a fifth ball duck and two drop catches. <laughs> so, you know, you're not, you're not forgetting that in a hurry. But when you when you get in, it's the same as a, as a kid going from the thirds into the seconds. Mm. Seconds into the first, and there's, there's little jumps. And as you go higher up, the jumps become bigger. So... Yep. Um, from from district or premier first eleven into the state squad was was a big jump. Mm. So obviously it's bigger than the seconds to the first. Yep. And then the jump from state cricket into the Australian side is massive. Yeah. And I just wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you just think like there's a, a few players. There's only a few players that that come in and grab it by the horns. And this yeah. is why I love talking first test matches with Shane Warne. Mm. Remember his first test match. Well, one for 157 yeah, against well, India. And, and, yeah. I love talking first yeah. test matches with Shane Warne. <laughs> That's what I said to him. Good, intelligent play, my friend. <laughs> set, set the bar low. Can only get better. No, but set the bar low so people <laughs> don't expect too much from him. Like Greg Blewett, Mark Wall, these blokes that come in make 100 in their first test match. That's too easy. People expect that all the time. <laughs> High expectations, my friend, lead to a bit of disappointment. <laughs> set the bar low and surprise people, yeah. I say. That's a good. That's a that's a good. Uh, that's a good theory to oh, end on. I reckon theory, that's great. That's that's what I'm running with anyway. Oh, I love it. Well, uh, um, mate, thank you so much for coming in. No worries. It's been at all. an absolute been pleasure having you on the podcast, and looking forward to sharing this out there with everyone. And uh, and hopefully too, people jump on. Murphy's fishing is the, uh, the TV show, and yeah, also so what, what, what they're doing this year. It's been been good. Sorry to cut. No, no. Um, but. What they're doing this year is they're rerunning Series Six into Series uh, Series Five into Series Six. Okay, and Series Six starts in uh, July, about mid July. Yeah, cool. So we're on yeah. seven March. Seven March. What about <laughs> what about the tours? How do people tours, find out about it? Um, yeah, just check AST um, tours. AST so, tours. tours. Right. So www.asttours.com.au, um, <laughs> and there'll there'll be information up. Yeah. Um, and if even now, the next Ashes series isn't for another three years. Yeah. The idea, if you want to go, register now, um, and there's no, uh, the, you don't need to do anything. What they'll do is they'll send you constant information yeah, when okay. we get the dates, and about, I reckon about nine months out, they ask for a commitment. Yeah, so sure. they'll ask for a deposit. So it's more just expressions, expressions of interest yeah, at the moment. Expressions of interest, yeah. and, and you get yourself in, in, in line. Because yep. uh, obviously the popular ones over there are, are the Lord's Test Match. So. Sure. Uh, the test before Lords and Lords L- Lords test match and the test after, yep. and like we we just get I'm, hammered for that. I'm, I'm putting my name yeah. on the list. Oh mate, it's <laughs> if you enjoy your cricket, it, it, it's great. And no, but it's the three factors uh, that you oh, went yeah, through. Yeah. It's, yes. the, it's the so cricket. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, that's why I call it a triathlon. Well, the cricket. Isn't as big as the talking shit and piss drinking for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, very good. All right, we'll check it out. But um, in the meantime, mate, all the best with everything. Can't wait to catch up again. Thanks okay, very much. Cheers. Thank you. Good on you, Merv.